0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: 3 2013 that's April 13 13 and today I want to talk about oversensitivity oversensitivity back in on April 4th I listened to a podcast hosted by my good friends Katrina Collier and Audra Knight and you know what I thought it was pretty good so I live blogged you know I typed on Twitter the entire thing all the good quotes I put them up there and I posted so many tweets that the guest thanked me on twitter he said he said animal you made my week and it's only monday it's only monday then on friday i posted one of his statements one of the statements he made on the show i posted it in my facebook group and it said i engage at least one new potential candidate on twitter at least once a month That's what he said. He likes to recruit on Twitter. Well, you know what? That's like holding a red flag up for our friend Jerry Albright. And he said, hey, I get more candidates on a yearly basis from my mother-in-law telling everybody that her daughter's husband can get people jobs and, and help with resumes. You know what? From there on in, it was downhill with the guest complaining He complained about Jerry being too snarky. He was too snarky for this guy. So Jerry was saying, look, I was just joking around. I've never seen Jerry kind of apologize before, but he told the guy, don't take it too seriously. And so I, like an idiot, had to join in, and I told him as well, look, you know I like the stuff you said on the show. I found it interesting, or I wouldn't have put it on Twitter right? I wouldn't have put so many tweets there. But I said, Jerry's right. It's just a joke. Don't take it so hard. And the next thing I know, the guy's name didn't hyperlink for me when I typed it into Twitter. So I went to uh, on Facebook, you know, it hyperlinks automatically. So I went to Twitter to look at his profile. Sure enough, the guy blocked me. He blocked me. You know, last Monday, he posted a tweet to me with a picture from Wayne's World of Mike Myers and Dana Carvey. They were bowing down and saying, We're not worthy. And then suddenly, he discovered that he didn't like me. So let me say this, everybody. If you're sensitive like that, don't follow me. Don't follow me. And you know what else? Don't listen to this show. And Jerry, Jerry, what show is this?
0: This is the Recruiting Animal Show! It's Thanks for having
1: me. Thanks no, I'm for having me. Happy to have you. I'm happy to have you. And all the sensitive people in the world, get out of here. Go away. We don't want you. Okay? Can I Can I offer a small critique? Go ahead.
0: You were saying, well, forget it. Forget it. No, I just realized that that's the old me. Yeah,
1: okay. I'm not going
0: to say a thing. Nope.
1: Nope. Okay. I'm good. Okay. Let's just see, uh, is our guest, the great Bill Borman, here today? Bill, are you here? I'm here already, animal. Okay, wow. Bill, let not me ask great. you this question, although I think I know I'm the answer. I'm not I'm sensitive. I bet he's on a landline. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah, I can hear him. But, Bill, the first question, did you bring a song? Did you bring a song? I didn't
2: bring a song. I've left
0: that choice to you.
1: Okay. So I'm going to do a song. I'm sure you don't know, but Mary, maybe Jerry knows it. <laughs> Tramp in the street. Do you know that one, Jer? Crabs in the street? <laughs> Tramp. Tramp. Oh. Tramp. Tramp on the street. No, you know I what?
0: figured you'd pick something there with like a like a London Calling or something by The Clash or something. You Come on, man. Anyway. Something,
1: by, something by you 2 or something. Yeah. Okay, I'm
0: do a little madness,
1: something okay. like that. I'm, I'm going to do it myself. Everybody still listen to them through. over
0: there? Madness. I see you post that every once in a while. They, aren't they old? Can you be quiet
1: for a sec? <laughs> Do I have to do it Older, again? Golden,
0: we... golden,
1: Okay, here. He was some mother's darling. He was some mother's son. Once he was fair and once he was young and some mother rocked him. Little Billy to sleep, but now he just looks like a tramp on the street. Okay. Yeah, very Hank Williamsy. It was, was Hank, Hank Williams? Williams. That's a Hank Williams song. Well, I don't think he wrote it, but he did it. See, I could tell that. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't know that that was one of his
0: songs, but I could tell the way you uh, rendered it.
1: Good That, that was Hank Williams. you got it, animal. You're okay, well on Hank. your way. Okay. Now, everybody, today today our guest is Bill Borman, the great Bill Borman. At Bill Borman on Twitter and Bill. I'm going to jump right in here. Your LinkedIn profile says that you are now a consultant for companies that build websites about uh, inbound marketing for recruiters. Do I have that correct? Is that really your main job? Build
2: technology rather than websites. But, uh, well, I'm I'm, I'm advisor
1: to to about eight tech companies. Technology sounds glorified, and websites is what they really are. Isn't that true? No. Tell me, what's the difference? What do you mean?
2: Well, there's a, there's a massive difference between a between a SaaS technology and a website. A website is more is it, a static thing. Uh, 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 what you're talking about is content marketing. It's something. It's the equivalent of say a HubSpot or um, something like Smashfly. They're not websites. They're technologies.
1: Okay, isn't that what SaaS you're all technology. about? So content marketing. Well, what do you do? Come on, tell us what you do. I'm not going to guess anymore.
2: What do I do? What do I do? That's a, that's a good question. I do four things. So I, do, I work with mm. um, two global-based organizations a year on buying their technology and helping them figure out how to work. So currently that's a company called NASPERS, which is the sixth biggest internet company in the world. Um, and I've just put and currently working with Bank of Ireland on digital candidate experience. I also work
1: uh, the true stuff. Jerry, 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 wake up, okay? You, yeah, you're talking to me? Yeah, do, do you understand anything okay. he's saying? He's putting me to sleep already. Let's now, Bank about of me.
0: Ireland. Here's what you cornered him a bit too early. Because <laughs> I mean, you do yes, believe I that did. everything on the Internet is yeah. a website. That's here, here, that's right, what you I'm know right. of in Canada, I'm websites.
1: Here, Bill, Bill, you're like a super user. You used to be a recruiter, so you know what recruiters are up to. These guys want to build a product for recruiters, so you tell them this is what it's got to do, and this is how you're going to market it to these guys. And you know what? I travel all around the world to a bunch of different conferences, so I know everybody, and I'm going to charge you for making introductions mm-hmm. to people who can that's fund you. That's what i
0: that's, what, That's I what I would I do, do when I, I would and, and I have equity
2: in those businesses, so I've, I've got a
1: small brag, okay? bunch of equity You're in some tech
2: companies. Don't brag, okay? It's not a bragger, okay? That was You're a
0: bit braggy. Okay.
1: So lots
2: of lots of other guys like Rollpoint. Um, you yeah, might you might know right Rollpoint. Don't
1: name <laughs> drop anymore, okay? Okay. Yeah, so here's some. Okay. okay no, more, no more name dropping.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. And, and then so I'm I'm all, I also work with Recruiting Daily now. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I know. They've given you a title, Manager of Innovation and Technology. That sounds like a $100,000, $200,000 a year engineering job. But no, what you're doing is. I'm paid about the same as Jerry gets for the animal show. All around the (laughs) non English speaking world, but in fact, the English speaking world is what counts, isn't it? They've given you the outskirts.
0: Uh. That's kind of racist, and I'll have no problem. Yeah, but of it. You,
2: you, you, get, uh, you, you kind Seriously. of you kind of have to remember. Yeah, you kind of have to remember. Um, it's called English because we invented it. So <laughs> other people borrowed it and
1: changed it and it a and bit. Barry, but don't english the people in Holland are not english speaking That's not racist to talk about them that way. They are. I not think it is. I don't. American world.
0: I really don't not. think you're allowed to say they're anything not. like that mean, at all.
1: Spanish. Well, European you can't say brother. somebody's Spanish. You know, but If I criticized my brother, you'd say I was racist, okay? Don't it you probably bad. is. Oh, okay. Look, Sorry, man. I've... But I'm going to do an ad. Just, I have to get away from this for a minute, okay? Today, if somebody doesn't yeah. let me finish my ad, I'm going to mute them, okay? Just for a little while. Here it goes. I'll you let know, you finish Thank you. You know, everybody, it used to be common to hear women saying, and don't get mad at me for this. It used to be common to hear women saying in the media, I don't want a guy who only likes me for my looks. I want a guy who likes me for my mind. And you know what? I understand that comment, but I think it's too narrow. I think it's too limited, because when you're looking for a soulmate, a soulmate, You want someone who likes you for more than your legs, and more than your mind, or your job, or your bank book. You want someone who embraces all of you, and in the world of recruiting software, it's the exact same thing. Some software is geared to staffing, some software is geared to direct recruiting, and some of it geared to executive search, but PC Recruiter, our sponsor, PC Recruiter, embraces all kinds of recruiting. It embraces embraces all of you for search, staffing, and direct hire. And you know what? They've got over 3,100 clients worldwide. I've been saying over 3,000, but I was corrected by Martin Snyder the president of Main Sequence Technology, he said, hey, am I going to pay you if you keep giving the wrong number? It's mm. over 3100 okay? Now, if you're interested in checking them out, and you should be, go to I am. PC Recruiter. Go to PCRecruiter.com then, Jerry, PCRecruiter.com. Now, thank you, and back to Bill Borman. Bill. Are you one of the people who say that online marketing is the future of recruiting? Yesterday, I saw Phil Newman, the boss, the recruiting boss at Home Depot. He said that. And this guy from Australia, Greg Savage, he seems to say it all the time. Is online marketing the future of recruiting? No. Oh, really? Why not? No, it's a, it's a
2: recruiting is the future of recruiting. You know, So let's get it right. What, what's happening... Recruiting. It, what's happened in the recruiting space in particular? I just want to make particular. sure everybody
1: heard that Zen-like saying: Recruiting is the future of recruiting. Okay, that's go heavy. ahead. That's heavy. That's heavy. Yeah, that's an irrational. So, effectively,
2: what's happened is the digital media mafia jumped into recruiting the same type of social media, and. Mm. Um, immediately started saying recruiters need to be marketeers. Recruiters need to be recruiters. Organizations need to be marketeers. The whole organization needs to be able to market. So it's not exclusively a recruiting thing. It's It's not a magic thing. Recruiters are best placed at doing two things, recruiting and project management.
1: What's recruiting if it's not online marketing?
2: Recruiting is they're, they're, uh, uh, online marketing is really about attraction, right? That's the attraction piece, which is right at the top end of the funnel. That's most of what people talk about when they say recruiting. Recruiting is the whole hiring process. Um, I, I think one one of the areas I think that's becoming increasingly important is relationship management, long term, with people who will work for companies multiple times. Uh, mm. We're with dealing with hiring managers, with organizing. So, are you talking about of, or, talent good, pipelines?
1: Talent pipelines? Is that talent pipelines? Where you create an email list and stay in no, touch? No,
0: man. He was just talking about no.
1: boomerang hiring. Yeah. Okay. How do you
2: stay a in whole, touch? There's, there's a whole load. Of, we we can drop a How whole load of buzzwords the if you like, but that, that's guy? not. All of, that, all of that's a part of it. It's really a relationship. you're going to have a lifelong relationship with candidates. How an applicant is going to be They different. don't tell
0: everybody to screw off on the way out the door the first time.:
2: Correct. So I think what's going to happen is I think what's going to happen is two things which will be significant one is um, people will work for companies multiple times so you probably won't take a job now and stay there for ten years but you might work for that company ten times on ten different projects
1: what makes you say that
2: we only have to look at what's happened we only have to look at average length of service shrinking significantly we have to look at um, the fact that the rate of change in particular roles Historically, if you took a job, that job would be the same for ten to twenty years, maybe even longer. Now that role is probably going to change significantly within one to two years.
1: so why leave it so
2: we really we really look what we're really looking at is all the workforce is temporary mm-hmm. um, and our role is if we maintain a relationship with the right people. Um, the, what's important is: Are they looking at things we're sending them? Are they engaging with us? Are they interested in coming back and working for us when another project comes up that's interesting?
0: Bill, uh, and I, 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 think
2: we, I think I think we're losing massive sight of that at the moment with uh, a whole load of mistakes people are doing with their employer branding.
0: Also, Bill, if, can, can I can I jump in with a question here because yeah, I please. do understand what you're saying and it makes sense, and I but I see it. How do you help companies, because I believe one of the biggest uh, issues facing this whole used to work here, I'm going to work here again, how do you help them take the emotion out of it? Because they resent people that used to work here. Well, now they're coming back as a consultant charging, you know, $75 an hour while we're all sitting here doing the same job and now you come back and you want to do it again for 20000 more, how do you help them remove the emotion? Because I, I think that that's a key part of of this whole boomerang, work here multiple yeah. times over 10 years.
1: That's a very critical aspect. temporary, there's not going to be that situation. Yeah, I, 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 I,
2: think that, I, I think that is an aspect at the moment. Um, in and it that, won't be down the road. That, that, That's something that we see quite a lot. What the key part is how you exit people from organizations. So you have to think now, when somebody's leaving, you don't think of it as an ex- exit as much as an onboard to a different status. Um, that's the first thing. The second thing is understanding that um, you put project teams together to do things for a period of time. Uh, and the more organizations move towards that, um, the, the more kind of management um, management and people begin to understand that. Okay, let me
1: ask a question. Okay, me uh, a question. Uh, 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 okay. how come people... Can, can I just say one thing? If you that? think of... Em, em, just one thing so I you, want to sh- drop in. Did you hear if me you say that I wanted to ask a question, Bill? Don't take over yeah, the show, I'll let you okay? ask a question. He then. said he
2: wants to say one more thing. And then I'll give you a bit more
1: information that's useful. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Your First show, of all, thank you, Bill. I want to know if anybody on the line, because there's a number of people here, does anybody want to offer a better explanation of why jobs are going to be temporary in the future instead of permanent? I don't understand. I've read it a million times, but I don't understand what Bill just said. Why is that, number one? Yeah, why is it? How, how, How come it wasn't that way in the past? How come people didn't hire everybody for a project in the past and then get rid of them and hire a bunch of new people for a new project? How, what's different because now? Because jobs anybody didn't want to change, comment?
2: right? There's a simple reason for that. Jobs didn't change. If you if you hired for a job, you could hire from a resume. You could hire based on someone's experience and qualifications, and you had a rough idea that that job you were hiring them into was going to look pretty pretty similar in five or ten years time. Like a machine press operator
0: thing. position.
2: Right. Yeah. Or, a or whatever. Cutting it is,
0: machine. And,
2: and those, yeah, those roles may well not exist anymore. They may become right. the automated roles. You know, so the, the, what people you are know, being that hired wasn't to do.
1: The, We're talking about design engineers. So you refer back to somebody in a in a you know a shop floor job, a blue collar. You know, no, dude, no, no, Ed, no, Hold on a sec. Wait a second. We have so gone so. from
0: hands on. Blue-collar manufacturing to office knowledge positions. Okay, Jerry,
1: are you software. There, was no, there were no software design and tools engineers in the past. Have no, are you saying there were no design engineers in the past?
0: We're talking about the general workforce, dude. Oh, yeah.
1: You know manufacturing what? jobs are gone. Help.
0: Maybe, you maybe everything's help. still the same as it always was in Canada. In the United right. States, somebody, they've taken all the machines. Yeah. They're out. They're gone.
1: Help. Help. Can somebody wait a second? First, I want to say hello to Maureen. She's very sick today. I'd like everybody to send her good wishes to make her feel better. She told me she's never been this sick. Maureen, I hope you get better. Okay. I'm here. I'm listening. to Maureen. Okay. you used to have the
0: recruiting
1: prayer line, didn't you? Hold on. Billy McDermott is here. Billy McDermott, all the way from Scotland. Long-time listener, maybe. But this is his first time as a caller. I think he's a smart guy. Billy, can you answer the question Bill and Jerry didn't? Can you repeat the question for me? Hey, come on. Why is Bill says all the jobs in the future are going to be temporary. I don't want to drag this out anymore. Do you know why, if that's true? Why is that going to happen?
2: Uh, it's because the demand from from employers they want content, you know, uh, workforce that's flexible, workforce that meets uh, meets the company's requirements as opposed to the employees' requirements. So well, it's all Why wasn't it that demand. way in the
1: past? It sounds like you don't know the answer for any either. Well, why wasn't it that way in the past?
2: Because work didn't change that
1: much. Yeah, I heard you know, five times. You also, also, let me add, animal. Yeah, you used to count on your
0: employer that if you stayed there for 40 years, they would give you a retirement or a pension. We don't have that in the United States anymore. I don't know
1: about Talk the rest about of the planet. You're you're racist against Canadians, okay? Billy, can you put yourself on mute again so we don't hear your, your office? Sorry about that. Okay? I'm going to move on. Thank you, Billy. Companies for
0: that. cannot uh, Look,
1: look animal, you it, might it, sit there it. and ask move questions on. and we can move sit on. here guessing.
0: I hold on a second. I had lunch yesterday with an IT department director and the president of the company. They're a billion-dollar company, and we had uh, uh, Italian, by the way. Mm -hmm. They are shifting their workforce strategy to contractors and consulting, at least in their IT department. They cannot afford to employ everybody they may need down the road. They have peaks and valleys in their work. They don't want to hire five salaried people because, at least in Los Estados Unidos, you can't just fire people when you're done with them. Lawyers have ruined everything. So they bring in people for the specific project, and those people then move on. I just had lunch with the guy yesterday. So... Maybe you, in your in your sheltered world... Answer.
1: Just let me move on before I have to what move What do you mean it? it's not a good answer? I just be talked quiet. to these people
0: be sitting quiet. across the table be yesterday. Be it's real quiet. world.
1: It's quiet, okay? Bill, I'm coming back to you. Yesterday, Phil Newman, the guy who heads up um, the talent acquisition at Home Depot, he published mm. on LinkedIn that Stacy is his role model of the new recruiter. He says he simply follows... In her wake, would you agree with that? Because it doesn't sound sound like it.
2: Uh, which stage? You talking about Stacey's apart. Yeah. Yeah, Stacey. I, uh, well, I, I I follow the way that Stacey networks. I think she networks really well. We work together on a lot of pro, a lot of projects. I would say, as a recruiter, um, she's got a piece of it. But you'd probably put Stacey close to to branding to recruiting. She's like me she probably hasn't actually recruited anyone for quite a few for quite Okay so the point is
1: that Phil Newman is wrong because he's saying that's Let not me a recruiter.
2: Finish.
1: Let me finish. online marketing is the future of recruiting. That's why he picked Stacy as his role model. But you're saying online marketing is not the future of recruiting, so yeah, that's not really it's true. It's a piece what if, of recruiting. Yeah, I understand. I it's heard a, you. It's what about a piece you? of hey, recruiting. It, it's, it's not, not recruiting. Moving. Let's keep it moving. Don't drag it down, okay? <laughs> this guy, James Ellis at TMP, he said this, and it was sarcastic. He said, asking employees for permission to spam their friends is an easy way to expand your network. That's he was talking about employee referral programs. He calls them employee spam programs. What do you say about that?
2: Well, it, it, it really, it comes down to your definition of spam. And the definition of spam is no relevance. So you can use technology. You can use technology to do that if you're doing two things. One is you're not just referring jobs. You're also referring content, and that should be the majority of what you're doing.
0: Content about jobs?
2: No, (laughs) not about jobs. This is the point. Jobs is only (laughs) interesting in a very short period of time, right? This is why I talk about employer blanding. Generally, what's happening is most organizations are following what's believed to be thought leaders and Branding themselves in the same way. You think referrals is sharing jobs. Referrals isn't sharing jobs. It's sharing what's going on in the organization. In particular, the thing which is most interesting to people now, which is the work you're going to be doing and how that will make you more employable by a different organization. You know what,
1: Bill? Let me stop you. I let you talk for a few minutes there. I read an article by you yesterday. You said. You didn't write it yesterday, but I just read it yesterday. You said that you have never been a fan of talent communities, and you don't. It's, you don't think that people have enough interest in a specific job or a specific company. Now you're telling us that they're going to be happy to have their friends. I'm Lattie's getting. And, I'm, with, I am getting. Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm getting quite. I'm getting
0: misquoted. You you're doing husband,
2: an animal. On, you're doing a famous animal on me. You're doing a famous animal on me. Let me be clear about what my position is on that. Jobs are interesting only when you're an applicant or in, a, in the market.
0: Jerry's However, that the that for
2: to- a year. How, and Jerry's, exactly, Jerry's exactly right. The topic, of the, the topic of the job itself. So if you take an example in developers, let's say something like Stack Overflow. If you have a group in Stack Overflow in which the, that group... Is sharing information which is very relevant to that work and is useful to somebody, whether they're looking for a job or not. That creates real connections, and it's from that that you can talk to people about jobs. That for me isn't what we've historically called a talent community. Most people, when they say talent community, actually mean a talent network, they mean an email list. That we're going to set jobs to from time to time.
1: Okay, so now That's you not explain, a community. Hold on, can you explain how employee referral programs work? With what you said, the person's not joining a, a, a group on Stack Overflow. What it, it, is the marketing department in your company watching that group and then sending the best tidbits out to people on well, email the email list? the,
2: the employees. What you're doing is you need to connect. You need to connect the employees of the organization with the outside world, with their peer group. To talk about specifics of the work, things that are useful to people, the people who get most engaged and most interested in that when a project comes up that 's based in that area it 's very easy then for someone in that group to reach out. but a referral program is first of all it should be called a program um, that 's the starting error. The second point and the second point is that it should re- is that it should re- really be considered as pipeline in the same way as you would consider a job board or anything else pipeline. Um, you have to remember, when we talk about referrals...
1: I don't understand anything you're what, saying. I don't right. understand okay. anything you're le, le, saying. Let me explain it in simple terms. I
3: don't either, animal. Hello? Hey,
2: Captain, let me explain it in simple it? terms.
1: It is. Back from the dead. Yeah. Hey, congratulations. Carry on. Let, let, let me explain Thanks, it in simple Phil. terms, then.
2: Hi, Kevin. Let me explain it in uh, Let me explain it in simple terms. Hi, Kathy. There's a massive difference between a social referral and the referral. That's one of the first mistakes people make. A referral is a recommendation. It's a recommendation that I know this person, they're right for this role, they're right for this organization. Generally most people don't know more than three or four people that they would recommend. A social referral is matching your social connections to roles. Now In order to do that, you need to use technology that has some matching sourcing capability to actually match and make sure the message is relevant. That takes out the spam aspect of that. And you have to do exactly the same thing with content. Uh, Because really what you're talking about, a referral is only ever a referral if it's a one-to-one message. A referral is not a referral if you post it to all your Twitter followers. That's nothing more than job sharing. That, 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 that's just broad bean on acid. Um, that's job sharing. It's not targeted. Bill, Referrals have a to a be poll. targeted.
1: Let me take a poll of the people on the line and people on Twitter. Do you want to tell us if you think, based on what Bill just, hey, said, what Bill just said, said, that employee uh, referral programs are spam? Sounds like it to me. <laughs> I can't see the difference. I can't see the difference, and while you're thinking it over, I just want to welcome back Kathy Manis. Bill was feeling so passionate about these employee referral programs, he had to talk over her, but I won't. I'm very happy to have her back in this world. You're not a zombie by any chance, are you, Kathy? You're a real person. Uh,
3: No, I'm not back at work. I was um, in a coma for over three months. Um, Kathy, we're so
1: happy to hear you. Thank you, and I,
3: I... The reason why I called in was because I really don't have the energy or the inclination to talk to everybody. But I want to thank, I'm going to get cheery-eyed, but I want to thank everybody so much for their concern. And um, I don't really want to, you know, have to talk to people, but I got home yesterday and I'm getting back to learning how to walk and um, I'm down to about ninety pounds.
1: Oh, well, you look um, like you were only ever ninety-one, so you know, I mean, that can't, that can't be a big drop. I
3: was literally—they brought in some. Ex- look, I, was on ca- one I can't
1: neglect—I can't neglect Bill Borman, but I have one burning question for you. What's it like to be in a coma?
3: You know what? Listen to the song "Sounds of Silence" by Disturbed, and that
1: okay.
3: ex- totally explains it.
1: Okay. Thanks. Right. That, that, wow. Okay. Well, welcome back, Kathy. Welcome Thank back. You. Okay, back to Bill Borman, Hello. the great Bill Borman. Okay, so Bill, we talked about that.
2: Hello. I'm sorry
1: for, for taking your time. No, no, no. Time. Don't be sorry, Kathy. Hey, uh, no, be... no
2: problem, Kathy. It's great to have you back.
1: In Thank January you. The I know was in a the coma. Tip to you. Okay. Job advertising on Twitter, Bill. You said recruiting on Twitter will continue to develop around hashtags on common themes, right? But James right. Ellis, this guy at TMP, he says the click-through rates on hashtags are just Terrible. Just terrible. Those are his words. Okay? Are you wrong? Yeah. Or wrong?
2: No, actually, I, I was right at the time that I said it, um, which was probably two years ago. I was wrong. Um, it would be wrong now. Um, I, I, I spend very little time and attention on Twitter these days. And, yeah, and you haven't used to get up at three years.
1: in the morning to be on Twitter when your yeah. followers were on. I thought you were crazy. No, there's now a, a very, there's there a there very real reason for that. There's a very real reason for that.
2: Tinkup killed Twitter. Right? Oh. So, um, and I, I say this from, uh, I, I saw a, a, a presentation maybe two or three years ago um, from Mr. Tinkup saying that you don't have to be live on Twitter, this is what you need to do, you use Buffer, you use other tools. Oh, he's to the one that
0: yeah, he did kill Twitter for me. He's the one that started yeah. with all the, uh, the auto-tweets and the timed stuff. Yeah. And- yeah, yeah, so, yeah and, he and, did do and, it. So what's
2: what's what's happened? What what happens with social channels is social channels are, and we've seen it. You've been really an active part of that. We've shifted from Twitter to Facebook, and I think we're in the process of shifting from Facebook to somewhere else. I think Facebook Snapchat. is beginning to hit Snapchat. It, it, okay. I, I, I don't I don't think I don't think it's going to be Snapchat. I think that does does a different purpose. But we're be, we're beginning to see. Centered being around centers being around groups, messenger groups, places where people can connect three hundred and sixty and talk to each other. I think things like Facebook pages are beginning to get a bit old. Um,
1: Okay, okay. You know what? I I don't see Facebook is getting old. Facebook Messenger is becoming you. I don't see you being so active on any social media, and that used to be your thing. I'm on 24 7 social media. You want to talk to Bill Borman? He's there all the and time. Well, he was amazing
0: okay. with it. And after a while, I'm I still there, man. I'm, I'm,
2: still, I'm still here. Uh, I'm, I'm still here, but at the end of the day, you have to. It, it, it's where I message. It's so I'm having day, l-
0: a lot phrase. more
2: messy
1: conversations. I've become really lax with enforcing the animal bad words, but that's one of them. End of the day, Forget it, okay? Reach out, forget it. No one should say that here, and they should know it before they come on. What about Can you this, give us Bill? The, what are we
0: supposed to use instead of end of the day?
1: In the end. Okay. In the look. end. Yeah. Look, Bill. Bill. Uh, and why didn't you nail him for thought leader? You know what? He, I was going to make fun of him because he's a thought leader, uh, Travis. Thank you very much. Uh, Bill, are you a thought leader? No. Good. Okay. No.
2: I have produced a video, though, on how to be a thought leader. Okay, real simple. Uh, there's a real where, where, simple where, guideline where, where for that. Point find, number where one. Where
1: people find that? Where can aspiring thought leaders find it's that? It's on
2: the social talent platform. I've got a whole load of videos on the social talent platform.
0: Okay.
1: Point
2: number <laughs> one is if you want to be a thought leader, have a thought. And that's okay. generally what's missing in most law leaders. Or somebody
1: else. Okay, let me just Original get thought. Let
2: have me an get original
1: you. thought. Okay, i got some questions Point number one. My show, okay? Please, somebody. Okay. Yeah, what about ha- halfway
0: into it, it's starting to come off the rails here, Animal.
1: Okay. Well, here's a question. I'll put it right back. What, Bill, go. if a recruiter calls somebody and, uh, you know, they answer the phone, they're making a pitch, suddenly you hear the toilet flush, what do you do? It,
2: when you're making your pitch, you carry on talking, man.
1: You carry oh, on yeah? talking.
2: But if, you, if you're actually calling someone, um, I think there's probably been a whole load of steps gone on before that because I think the age of cold calling is very much a dying art.
0: Maureen.
2: Why
1: do you say that?
0: that? Oh, my.
2: Bill? I think there's too, there's too many levels put between one-to-one contacts. I think the phone is still... the. I think voice is the right place to connect. I think we have to re-examine what conversations are. I think there's a lot of live, real-time web talk, which is sometimes voice, sometimes video. That's going on on things like Skype, on things like Messenger...
1: Okay. What's the first method of first contact then? You know what? Let's just go back to this. What if it's not the first contact and you call someone up? You're doing a rundown from. Uh, oh, you're out to an interview. I want to hear how it was. And suddenly you hear the toilet flush. Is that you know? Uh, it, you, should you scold them? Look, I, I, I want to talk to you. No, I that appreciate... means they
2: that means they really want that means they really want to talk to
1: you. They really feel comfortable with you.
2: <laughs> they really wanna to talk to you if they're talking yeah. to you on the toilet, they really wanna have a conversation with you. you should take that they want to advise oh,
3: them, you may wanna advise them that if they wanna to go to the next step, that's not the best thing to do, yeah and don't but, do that yeah. on a yeah, mm-hmm.
1: Kathy, you made a point. don't do that with the with the company, okay yeah <laughs> when you're on the phone screen, don't flash okay? I would never mention it oh,
0: seriously, no way. Yeah, but it. I think if somebody's, with, and I'll, I'll
2: tell you, I'll tell you something that that's related to this. When you talk about how how big an impact it, it does, mobile have now. When they build uh, European building design now states, if you build a public building, you have to put as many sit down toilets for for men as you do for women, to the point where they're going to go to unisex toilets. The reason for that is everybody wants to sit down and check their phone. Now that might mean the conversation isn't voice, but. Think about that every time you're messaging people. Well, that's
1: probably guess, where you'll I reach them. I guess that's the. Uh, I guess that's the scoop for the for the show that there's going to be a lot of uh, toilets in a men's washroom like there aren't right now. Okay. As Can there I ask, though, animal? How many okay. times has that happened to you? Let's move on. No, Let's move on. No,
0: Let's how many times has that happened? I want to know. He's going to say once <laughs> last no. Thursday. We're sitting here
1: coming up with a, a with with a policy
0: on something that never happened. Last
1: week. That's why I'm talking about it. Okay? It happened to me last. I don't believe it. It
2: could happen on the show if I needed to go. Yeah.
1: Okay. So what were we talking about then? We moved on to something else. I can't remember what it was. And then I brought it back to flushing. What were you talking about? You moved on to something interesting. Oh, point of first contact. How How do you establish method of first contact? Email, text. You're saying it shouldn't be a court no, call. No, I I I
2: think it's I think it's really about spending time networking now and being mm-hmm. and being in conversations around the areas that are interesting. I think when we talk to people we don't talk to people as strangers. I don't think that's a new thing. That's I don't nonsense. think that's a new thing. I think that's if you, if you look at nonsense. people
1: who are you know? Bill, listen to me. That is nonsense. What you just said, a recruiter doesn't know everybody he or she is going to recruit. Yeah, and and, and the reason his answer I was
0: know. not nonsense was because some of these people, they're only going to connect with you if you've met somewhere or you've been part of some social That's group nonsense. or
1: something. Yeah, it is not nonsense. Yeah, what me business that. are and you so in, you, man? You
2: to, and so you have to spend your time. You have to spend some <laughs> time. Um, being in groups, not hunting for candidates, not hunting for clients, but creating a presence, right? You have to have a presence that people recognize you. I don't think this has changed. The good recruiters in the past, when I ran a desk, that oh came God. after you'd it's been nonsense. in one or two it's years, you'd done plenty of it's trade nonsense. shows, Jackie, you'd spoken at a lot of Is Jackie
1: Clayton on the line? Is Jackie Clayton here? She's calling I am. Manager. I'm here. Do, I'm do, here. You, do, you believe, do you believe, Jackie, what Bill just said? that you know you have to know people online before you can actually contact them it's nonsense they're not necessarily one.
0: online he didn't say online did he
1: okay well you have to recognize
2: you have to recognize people to have a conversation you know and don't I'm like sitting here yeah, exactly.
0: i'm sitting here thinking about just my last my last stretch of new business items four new customers that we're working towards placements with None of those came from cold calling, cold emailing, or anything. They are either people that I've met through friends, business people, people that were referred to me to call me, yeah, customers referring. to
1: Hold on a second. Man, a man, man, a man, 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 wait a minute.
0: Wait a minute. Oh, I forget. All, all the you talk is right, about right, is so candidates. Can yeah.
1: Jackie Clayton. Jackie Clayton. Jackie Clayton. There wouldn't be a source in the world. There wouldn't be a sorcerer in the world if you had to know people before you recruited them, would there? <laughs> you know, or they'd be spending all their time going to uh, some kind of coffee clutches or meetups.
0: Yeah, I they- keep forgetting, Animal.
1: You only talk about
0: candidates, which are pretty much a dime a dozen. Let's talk about them? customers sometime. Sending somebody an invoice. You ever do that? Let's get there one of these days. Who's paying for this shit? <laughs> I've never
3: seen somebody get married and all of their bridesmaids or groomsmen were candidates or somebody that they
1: met online. I mean, it's it's you have to start with something. You know what? Are you are you ten feet away from the phone? First of all, secondly, are you saying She's trying not to this? let us hear her flush, dude. Respect uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go.
3: You called me up. <laughs>
1: Okay, Kathy, are you going to say something uh, smart, or should I just, you know, acknowledge you and move on? I mean, thanks for contributing, okay? Okay. Uh,
2: I think, that, I think oh, the, the point we're saying the is... The honeymoon's over, Kathy. Exactly right. <laughs> this this, animal, this isn't new behavior, right? This is the way we've always... Yeah, forget did. it. We've got to move on. The difference is Look, we have on, more places on, in which on, we can get known
1: now. Hold on. Listen to me. John Vlastika. He's he's a thought leader. He said... It's on a comment. I put. A, I posted one of your articles, and as a comment, he said, it's amazing how consistently unrealistic hiring managers can be. And too many recruiters just bow down to them and treat them like an all-knowing customer when they should be training those hiring managers how to succeed. I always put the headline for those articles, hiring managers are dumb. But then the people who wrote them, they don't want their names beside that, even though the content says exactly that these guys i think in your article the guy says uh yeah i don't want any of these people you sent me when they're all great but michael cox he had a funny situation where the hiring manager says this guy's perfect send me a few more like him (laughs) what's wrong with this guy why aren't you ready to hire now these guys are stupid aren't they so this, is
2: part of the, this is part of the problem. The three key stakeholders, right, in getting hired, have been disconnected. So you're talking about hiring managers. How, how do you get hiring managers, recruiters, and candidates to collaborate together in getting the right people hired by organizations? That's really what that paper was about. It wasn't saying uh, – and everyone that,
1: everyone that yeah, I spoke yeah, to it well, was one of the he's 99 he's compensation papers. said they're dumb. You said they're dumb in that article. I, I I I'll read it to you if you want me to. But go ahead. Yeah,
2: please read it to me. Then,
1: but you explain it and then we are finished, to me. I'm going to find it and I'll do it while you're while you're talking. Yeah, that's okay? cool. That's cool. Go ahead. That, that's it to cool. Us what you really so, meant.
2: No, so we had 99 <laughs> conversations and the things that came <laughs> back were things like. Uh, uh, recruiters saying trying to get the hiring manager in one place with all the candidates for things like phone screens is like herding cats. We had um, we had recruiters saying, "Yeah, I don't get any feedback from my hiring managers. Everything goes to a They tell me something's really urgent. I go source for it. I send the candidates off." What was really clear, and this isn't anything new, this isn't a mystery, was a real breakdown in the communication. This is why I think technology like um, Greenhouse and Lever has done so well, which are not great HESs or CRMs. By the way, they're really good at the communication that goes on within the hiring process. Right within the job, connecting hiring managers, candidates, connecting, connecting recruiters, so everyone can talk in the same place. That's why things like Slack again used by more larger organizations, no, Slack uh, that's channels where a, That's a non-answer. That's, what's that's a non-answer.
1: Let me read you what you said, and then I'll do another ad because it's getting late, okay? Here's what Bill said. Yeah. This is what he really believes as well. Hiring managers blame the recruiter for not surfacing that diamond in the rough, even after they've submitted dozens of perfectly qualified, interested, and viable candidates, okay? Then they wonder yep. why it's taken so damn long to make a hire pre-closed candidates are summarily rejecting by these hiring managers who have no idea what they're actually looking for and no idea of what a good thing looks like when they see it is that isn't an idiot i don't know what is okay bill don't walk away from that what, you what, are does it say about
2: what does it say about candidates and what does it say about hiring man, about recruiters in that
1: it we has, got pretty the years, much when the same has, reaction. You got more. You got more. You say until these uh, these hiring managers until they make their final decision. They keep most of those candidates in limbo in case their first choice doesn't work out. And then the recruiter has to try to keep them warm during this stretched-out hiring process. You you really uh, slash these guys or whatever, stick it to them, and that's the truth. Okay? Let me do an ad, Bill, before you rebut what I just said. Is that okay? Do an ad, and I'll be glad to come back. Yeah, cool. Okay. Do your ad. Hold on. Okay, now a word from our sponsor, PC Recruiter. You know, everyone is claiming that text and social media are the New hot forms of communication, but everybody really knows that email still rules the roost. It rules the roost, and PC Recruiter handles email the way you want it handled. It works with your mobile phone accounts and always shows number one, you're connected, you're sent and receive email for every candidate and hiring authority. PC Recruiter also handles email marketing, so you can build lists and send hundreds or thousands of emails out and manage Mm. the resulting activity, like opt-in and opt-out requests with emails. I'm almost done. And listen to this. That includes Canadian opt-in rules. And if you use Microsoft Outlook, PC Recruiter appears directly directly in your Outlook screen, no more switching between applications 100 times a day. No ATS or recruiting software has more better choices for email, SMS, and social than PC Recruiter. If you want to check it out, go to PCRecruiter.com. PC Recruiter has over 3,100 clients worldwide. Thank you. Actually, I got that. finish the commercial. I got it from Martin, and I didn't haven't perfected my feel for it. Yeah, I. I'd, you need to go with that the
0: copyright. The you didn't like yeah. That. Yeah, it's Did
1: you? It's it. Smouch like him. A
3: little lengthy, but it was good.
1: Okay, well, you know, yeah, but that, uh, you know, he's paying <laughs> for it. I got, I got to, yeah, a little lengthy, Martin. I, I thought so too. I think I should. try I, I, I have a lot of
2: time for Martin. I like his brother a lot as well. By the way, that's a like nope. a shout out to in Hawaii.
1: Okay. All right. Okay, it's so, a quarter till now. Bill, what should we talk uh, 45 about? 45 minutes. What should we talk about, Bill? Well, t- I'll talk about, about whatever you want to ask me about. You're doing a webinar tomorrow. What's that about? It's Here's the title, Digital HR.
2: I'm doing For two th- webinars tomorrow, actually. So I'm doing one, um, I'm doing one at 6 p.m. UK time, GMT, which is about internal mobility, which is on the TLNT platform. And I'm doing one for DocuSign in the day, which is related to. I'm doing more implementations of DocuSign in large organisations for um, sending things like uh, for taking over the total recruiting workflow and sending all communication out in digital envelopes that you get signatures for. Um, DocuSign, doing a, that? Uh, yeah, doc, the biggest, the biggest growth, the two, the two biggest technologies which are fastest growing in the recruiting space at the moment are Slack and DocuSign.
0: Um, wow. That's and, very interesting.
2: And the, the reason for that is, if you think about it, right from when a requisition is raised by a hiring manager, if you get a signature for it, mm-hmm. you, can put a, you can put an agreement over it that says once you've signed for something. If I send you a resume in a DocuSign and we have an agreement that mm-hmm. says, if I send you a resume, you'll review it within two days and send me feedback back in another envelope. I've created a workflow I can see.
0: Mm. Neat. Mm. DocuSign's that pretty cool. When.
2: Yeah, so really, you, uh, and when you're talking about signatures, I didn't really get this until I went to the DocuSign conference about a year ago, but when you get a signature for something, people take ownership of it. It's exactly the same as if you signed for a parcel. So if you can put Mm. service-level agreement together with workflow, Mm. with agreed time scales for everyone, that's agreed time scales for the candidates, the hiring managers, the recruiters. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to just talk through some of that process on on that webinar. And the afternoon is going to be, I'm I'm doing a webinar on internal mobility, because at the end of the day, the largest... Well, well,
0: dude, you were just recommended about that. Thank you, Jerry.
2: Internal mobility. I can say it's at seven p.m. Uh, it's a six p.m. GMT, so that would be two o'clock, I
1: guess, for you guys. And that's on okay. PLNT. That's I the got a question for you. This woman. This guy. This guy who's one of the most influential recruiters yeah, like in the United States. Okay, from the guy from Home Depot, he put up a posting and didn't get a lot of answers. I thought maybe you could help him. He, he wants to know who's doing cool things in university recruiting? I don't know anything about it. Do you, do you, Bill? Uh, Who's
2: doing good, who's doing really good work in university recruiting? I think, um, if you want to look over here in the UK, Vodafone are doing some really good work or, or Vodafone group. It's a terrible brand, a terrible company, but they're doing really good recruiting work, really good recruiting work. I think RMS, um, if you want to look at an organization that's reaching out and doing well, um, to compete. I think Tango in San Francisco do really good work. Sodexo always have a good uh, graduate recruiting program. The people who do good work in... in in, The thing about university recruiting, right, is we had an event, uh, we had a couple of events in New York for graduate recruiting. We spoke to a whole load of um, students from who just graduated from some pretty decent universities. Went to them all with this whole um, idea of kind of the Gen Y talk and said, oh, do you all want to go and Work for a company where you're going to save the planet and stuff like that. They all came back and said, "No, I want to work for, I want to work for the company that's going to pay me the most money, because I've got 150, 200,000 dollars of student debt." So I think you've got to look at organisations that are approaching graduate recruitment in that way. Who's being useful to students during their career, not just when you want to hire them, and who's thinking about the fact that probably people don't worry about. W- the type of company they work for for three to four years till they've cleared their student
1: debt. Isn't that job the of exact it. opposite about we- what we heard about Gen Y? Oh, they don't want money, they want intrinsic let me, let me, value. Let,
2: let me tell you something about Gen Y. Everything you heard about Gen Y, you want to apply to people who are over 40 years old. Um, They're the people who are making choices about where they want to work. They're the people who are thinking about things companies do. They're the people who are looking for interesting work that's going to make them better. And the reason they're doing that is they've lost faith that nobody's doing a job anymore until they get a clock. No one's waiting until they retire and get a pension. People are – so the 40-plus age group apply what was common – what was – believe for Gen Y. For Gen Y, the biggest driver is student debt. The student debt in the U.S. alone is greater than the debt was for home loans, um, and you can't get rid of it. You can't um, go bankrupt. It's the only debt you can't get rid of in the U.S. So money is the major driver in the early years of their career. So forget all the rubbish you've heard about Isn't
1: Gen that y. interesting? Good for you, Bill. That's a big scoop. Now, um what about uh who's laughing there okay what about what about uh sounded kind of
0: patronizing that's all i'm
1: saying bad culture bill everybody says it just means we don't like you and we don't want to say why is that true
2: No, I think when we're talking about bad... bad, Well, bad culture fit is generally an excuse that's used at the end of an interview process. We don't think this this person's going to fit in. I actually think the culture piece is becoming less and less important. Um, And the reason I think it's becoming less important is because people are taking jobs... Exactly what we said at the top of the show, it's short-term work. People are thinking, what am I going to do for one to two years? How is this job going to enhance me? How is it going to make make it better? I mm. think culture is less important than it has been in the past when you've been thinking about joining organizations for long-term.
0: Forever, but yeah. Great culture, point. Is, culture,
2: is, culture is what it is. But if the workforce is changing over how long people are looking... Um, I think we – I think culture becomes far more important when you're 40-plus. That's when it becomes important, when people – the more experienced workers who are thinking, well, actually, I want to enjoy it out. I want to enjoy the work I do. I want to work with the right people. That's when it becomes more important.
1: Okay, next question. And that's where I
2: think –
0: we're, That's why I we're, think the, we're employee, the Brad, end of the show. I great, want to get it. not
1: repeat yourself. Okay, please. Okay. Steve Levy said, he was listening earlier, but, you know, people are leaving the show already, so I don't know if he's there. He said, the barriers to entry in our profession are so low, best practices are often anything but. And this woman, uh, what's her name? I can't remember. But she, she says, she's a career counselor. She says, you know, most recruiters are sleaze-tastic. tastic what's your take on that uh, are they so bad
2: oh i've got a combination of things i think you, I, I think a lot of re, I, I think you, more people I, I think there's more good recruiters than there are bad ones the bad ones get the press right the bad ones get the press the the sleazy poor practice so what and, percentage, and, and I, that will what always be the same, the same please, in any
1: profession what percentage are the sleaze tactic recruiters that's because what you said now I doesn't mean I, don't, that. I, don't,
2: I don't have to give you a number on it. I, I, I wouldn't want to give you a number, an exact okay, so, number on it. So but I think forty-nine you, percent
1: are bad and fifty-one percent are good. <laughs> right. So that if, if,
2: I, if I had to take a, a guess I would say um, probably thirty percent. Thirty percent are poor.
0: Yeah, or good choice. on not using say, the word "poor." and bag. I would
2: add. And another 40% have to work with poor practices. So it's not the recruiter that's poor. They're working in an organization where they've either got too many requisitions to deal with. They can't deal with people on a one-to-one basis. Employer blanding means the biggest problem we have is too many applicants, not enough. Therefore, people can't get any level of personal service. Mm.
1: Okay, what and I about
2: think that's, that's, what you've, that's what you've got to break out between the recruiters will always take the flak for everything I can tell you the biggest impact on candidate experience from all the work I've done with the Candidate Experience Awards the single biggest thing, and we don't give any awards out for this and we should, recruiter experience if the recruiter experience is poor because of demand, systems, processes then the candidate experience is going to be terrible we should pay more attention to recruiter experience
1: What's the best company in the world for a recruiter to work in?
2: I think probably I would look at FedExo being one of the ones that I would I would hold up. I think if you worked at um, RMS, I think if you worked at um, if you worked at somewhere like um, NASPERS, if you worked at uh, which is an organisation that I work with. Um, if you worked at Oracle, if you're the right type of person, it's a great place to work. There's only a certain number of people will survive in that environment, but it's a great, it, it's a great place to work. There's lots of good organizations um, good organisations to work with. But, you've but got you to just work said there's places. lots of bad
1: ones too. Okay, next question. So there's, 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 well, there's plenty of bad ones, and we don't, we don't have you enough time. What, Bill, 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 you're doing great in this latter part of the show, okay? I had a hard time with you in the beginning. But you're doing great now. I'm finding everything you say interesting. Here's my uh, maybe the final question: If all jobs are going to be temporary, does that include recruiting jobs? Are they all going to be contract recruiting roles in the future?
2: Here's what I here's what I think we've got to think about. We've got to think of everyone being this temporary. Question, animal. Right? Thanks. Go ahead. And, and I'll cr- <laughs> I'll credit I'll credit Neil Morrison with this for first getting me thinking about it when he said the role in HR is to enable. Temporary employees to give their best performance whilst they're with us. We've got to think of people as temporary, even if they have permanent full-time contracts, because they're probably only going to be in that role for two or three years. Um, and so I think that, and, and I think that exactly the same will repro- will apply to recruiters to sources to people working in all kinds of different roles we will become we will move more and we see this increasingly it's think about years, our own networks
1: three years is not a temporal it's three exactly, years people okay. moving about for me, three years is temporary. not a temporal why will recruiters be working more short term how will the job you said it's because the job changes how's the job going to change that would require them to move well, on it,
2: well it, it, it's changed significantly if you want to look at it the majority of recruiters don't interview anymore for, for a first point so You know, mostly, actually, recruiters have become... I think sources have come closer to recruiters. Recruiters have come closer to sources in, in kind of a middle ground. I think recruiters are increasingly going to fall into one of three areas. You'll get what I call the super recruiters, which is usually one person in an organization who's driving things like branding and technology and methodology. There'll be very few roles for that. The second middle ground will be much more around networking and project management, controlling the project of getting people hired um, and getting that right and making sure there's enough people connected with the organization and they're being dealt with and those people are being sourced and selected in the right way, dealing with things like internal mobility will become a talent acquisition recruiting role, um, whereas at the moment sits pretty much in HR. And then I think the last end, which is where a lot of recruiters are right now, are the best-paid administrators in the organization, and uh, because the majority of the work is dealing with logistics. A lot of that is going to become
1: automated. I think So those recruiters roles are aren't the going to interview. So the interviewing is, is on the way out. Is that your final statement?
2: I think interviewing is very much on the way out. Not in organizations, but I think sitting down, recruiters sitting down face-to-face is not something that happens. I don't think it's on the way out. I think it's gone for the
1: most part. Gary, is there an after show?
0: Not today.
1: There's a ton of people here.
0: Uh, okay. There's an after cool. show. Your last I'll, one was so I'll, lousy.
1: I will dismantle the crowd
0: slowly over No, the no, next your last one was
1: so lousy. If you're not enthusiastic about it, forget it. Bill, I enjoyed having you on what? again. I wa- Wait a minute. What? You can't just say that and then hang up on everybody. The, okay. the do, last do show, show, it it didn't an have show? any
0: momentum to it.
1: Is there an after show? No. Okay, there you go. Okay. Ever since I, I turned
0: fifty, man, my attitudes. I, I'm sorry, right, yeah, I apologize. I know, you know,
1: I had a friend once. He turned forty. He turned sour, and that's happening to you too. I want to say a hello to our running partner, Sister Allison Cruz, and Bill Burman, Bill Burman. Bill a big